Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome, Nancy from PA. I love that. Glad you're here. Um, I am so happy to be here. I'm so grateful. Um, I'm so extraordinarily grateful to this program and to other 12-step programs. And today I'm just feeling it immensely. I'm feeling very grateful to be alive. I'm feeling, um, I want to acknowledge also that I feel really grateful to be a sponsor and to be um, to have to to be sponsored, and especially I'm grateful to my sponsees who just completely give this program to me in like beautiful bows every day. It's just extraordinary. And I often wonder who's sponsoring who. Um, so, a little bit about my story, the tools, I will say, um, I love tools, I work with my hands. And so tools are very important to me. So I love talking about tools. (laughs) I like get turned on going to hardware stores, you know, so tools are really exciting to me. Um, But I will say that I didn't really know there's a, a, a saying in the in the contracting industry that at some point everything is a hammer. And this is true of the program. And it's true, especially of my disorder, that at, at every point everything is a hammer or a bat. And at a certain point, everything in the program can be a hammer or a bat. Um and I came into this program in 1984, and at that point, I was a maniac. I was teaching aerobics. I was on a men's squash league because I hit the ball hard, and I was um, taking ballet. Um, so my day basically looked like exercise 24 seven. And that was the way that I managed the, the monster or thought I managed the monster. <laughs> I was in delusion. I was managing the monster. Monster was managing me. I didn't know that. I was terrified. All I knew I was terrified of being fat. Fat meant death. And um, it meant failure and it meant unlovability. That's how I was raised. And so when I came in, instantly people thought I was one of the winners because I looked. And so people asked me to sponsor them. But back in that day, you couldn't, you couldn't talk unless you were on gray sheet. There was this thing called gray sheet. And it was a, a plan of eating. And then there was modified gray sheet. So you couldn't speak at a meeting. You had to have 90 days, I think, of gray sheet. um, And then you could begin to talk. That is a recipe for someone like me to kill themselves. 
And I'm so glad that OA has evolved. And I, I can I continue to hope that OA evolves. And I have noticed that as I've evolved in OA, OA has evolved. So the only, and I will say this again, the only requirement for membership in this program is a desire to stop eating compulsively. And I would like to say that the only requirement for membership is a desire to start eating lovingly. Fear is how I eat in distress, anxiety. It's how I kill myself. Love is how I eat in health and well being and love. I can choose fear every day or I can choose love. That's the choice. And I have to ask for help. I can't seem to not binge on fear without help from higher power. I have to have a higher power. I have to get on my knees in the morning. I have to ask for help. And I have to get on my knees at night and thank help. I have to do those things. If I don't do those things, I'm off. And when I'm wildly off, I'm in danger. So I have to ask for help so that I can be in love. And love is a natural state of being. And it flows through me. And when I'm in it, I'm in joy. And when I'm in it, I choose to love my body. And I do that. And I, I look a lot at animals. If you want guys, if you want sponsors in this program, watch animals. And I was out swimming this morning. The ducks are not committed to making sure that they do five extra miles. <laughs> I don't know if you've watched ducks, but you know, when they get to rest, they rest. And they know how to rest in the water. They know how to sleep in the water. It's phenomenal. They don't wake up and judge themselves. I haven't seen them. They preen, but they don't get like all like, damn it, I'm a bad looking duck today. <laughs> they just, they don't spend their head, their precious head space with that kind of stuff. I do. I have an addiction to shame. So I have to come to a bunch of ducklet meetings where I practice being a duck and I quack and I try and be a duck and I get with my duckies. And I do this a day at a time. Now, I say this because every time I speak, I come up against, you're a fraud. You're not a real OA member. I mean, look at so-and-so who's been there. They weigh and measure or look at so-and-so. They don't eat sugar. You know, I eat sugar. By the way, we all eat sugars, just so you know. If you, if you aren't eating a sugar, a protein, and a fat, and water, you're dead. Just, just by the way, I don't need to be righteous about it. <laughs> you know, I'll sit my ego down. But we wouldn't be here if we weren't processing those things. So being mean to sugars is like, saying you don't want to be alive. Um, so I say that because I have to claim some space in the room. I have to move aside the muck that wants to tell me that I'm a failure in this program, that I don't belong here, that I'm really not working the, the OA program. And I have to say out loud, the only requirement for membership is a desire. I have that desire today. And I 
have gone through various times in this program where I felt like I really couldn't be here. I couldn't belong. And, you know, that is, um, that's a recipe. The other night I was mad. I was thinking about this speaking and I was mad. And so I went on a big, big hike and I noticed I hiked too far. I, I ran during the hike. I trotted. I did too much. And I found myself almost passing out in the bathtub when I got out. And I said, Elise, that's a slip. You cut that out. That's over-exercising to try and look good for the meeting. Got to look good for the meeting. Got to look good for the OA meeting. Okay, so that brings me to the tools. How do we work these tools? I would like to say that Right now, I'd like to make a little motion for myself in this meeting. I'm going to reorder the tools because the order of the tools is paramount to my disease. Guess what? The first tool is plan of eating. Guess what? It's the last tool. It's the last thing I want to think about in terms of tools. What's the most important tool? Today, for me, the most important tool is the one that's most spiritual. And that is anonymity. So I'm going to put anonymity as tool number one. If you want to reorder the tools with me, I'm happy to do it with you. Anonymity, I'm going to put as number one, because anonymity is the spiritual foundation of this program. That means it does not matter what I eat. It does not matter how I look. It doesn't matter where I went to school. It doesn't matter how much weight I am or lost. It doesn't matter where I came from. It doesn't matter what my last name is. It doesn't matter whether I was a debutante or not. Because <laughs> you're a little hands on some of my background. It doesn't fucking matter. And I'm captain on my own boat, so I swear. <laughs> what matters is that I'm a human being. It doesn't matter what color I am. It doesn't matter what gender I am. It doesn't matter what pronoun I use. All that matters is I have a desire to not kill myself with this addiction. And everyone here is welcome, no matter what. And that is really important to me. And I'm working on that in AA, which is the ICAA is kind of the father of this stuff. And the father needs some help. So, and the help is anonymity. And the principle of anonymity, we get down to a soul. By the way, I've noticed that I haven't seen anyone bleeding who doesn't have the same color blood as everyone else. So the heart, and also the heart is actually an organ that looks pretty much similar. I mean, it has very little variations, but everybody kind of has one. And if they don't have one that kind of looks in a certain shape, it tends to not function. So we all have heart and blood. So there isn't, down to that, anonymity is the spiritual foundation. So I want that to be number one. And it's really important to me. I often don't mention what I do for a living because I don't want it, I don't want it to be a thing. You know, I don't want it to be a separator because separation is the, is the, is the chronic problem of the disease, you know? Um, so I'm putting, and I think of anonymity as step one. I put steps with these. Meetings, I put, I put meetings as number two. That was my number two, two tool. If I'm not getting to meetings, I'm cooked. I mean, bottom line, just. 
So, and it's step two. Meetings are where I come to step two. It's where I come to believe. Step one is like, oh my God, what do I do? You know, anonymity. Come humble, honest. Step two, you know, come to believe. Like being around you, I believe. I believe that there's something that's going to work, you know? And then, um, so I put that as number two. I put service as number three. Step three. Step three, let it go. Give it to, give it away. You want it, you know, OAs are like, mine, <laughs> that's my food. That's my, don't touch my food. Don't touch my body. Don't touch my, you know, don't touch, don't, you know, like, whoa, slow your roll. Uh, give it away. You want to like lose something? You want to lose your ego? Give it away. You know, be, be there for someone else. Oh my God, I can't, I could go on about that. Uh, number four, telephone. Telephone, step four. It feels like a telephone, like it's a little mini. It's a little mini, like, hey, where are you really at right now? Right now, in this moment, get present. Um, literature. And actually, the reason I'm speaking is because someone called me, a fellow called me in this program and said, oh, I've been really wanting to call you. And I said, oh my gosh, I love that you called me. And, and I just love talking to you and I love you. And, and then I was like, you know what, I'm speaking and, and I feel so, like such a failure. And they're like, oh, I can't wait to hear you. <laughs> Complete turnaround just because of the phone. Literature. Step five, I thought, oh, link it with step five. Literature, it's so great. Like writing, I'm writing a piece of literature with my, you know, and I'm giving it away. I'm telling someone else about me. It's really beautiful. Um, reading it, like reading anything. Like it's just, and luckily my sponsees tend to read more than I do. And then they share with me, thank God. And writing, step six, writing is such a great way to understand one's character defects and to really step six is so mysterious and writing is just such a good way to get in touch with who I am I love hearing people's writing too sponsorship step seven my sponsees have this amazing ability to bring up my character defects I don't know they just seem to like go underground they must be watching me i don't know what and then they'll talk about something and i'll think i'm on the phone going because oh. <laughs> it's just like it's too close to home oh my god so great sponsorship is just amazing okay an action plan that's a new one for me i put that with step eight i was like because it's number eight i listed step an action plan is so cool it's like how do I be more loving? What's my, what's the plan to be more loving? How do I, what are the things that I can do that support my lovingness? And then, so then I put nine, nine is the amends, a plan of eating. That's an amends to myself. And I put it as the last tool because I want it at the end of the bus. No, not the beginning, not the first, because everybody comes in here. What's your plan of eating? What's your plan of eating? What, wait a minute. What's your anonymity about? What's your spiritual program about? What's the spiritual foundation of your program about? That should be the number one question. Not that what's your plan of eating. Like that's body talk. That's like obsession. Let it go. 
I don't have one. It's called love, L-O-V-E, four letters. Um, and then I added some tools because I've always, you know, more. I'm compulsive overeater. I got more. <laughs> right? So uh, 10, step 10, I added outside help. I am a big believer in outside help. If anyone, I want to say, I've been around for a while, so I get to say this. If anyone tells you out, outside help, they give, you tell them to go get some outside help. I'm telling you, just, it's so, I wouldn't be alive today. And, you know, I need doctors. We have a life-threatening disease. It affects us. Those of us who have been at it for a long time have done damage. I've done damage to my body. I have physical damage. So I need outside help to heal, to recover. Um, dancing, step 11. Step 11, that's how I connect with my higher powers through dance. I do a practice. In the morning, I practice to the silent music in my head. That's, and I listen through dance. I listen through my body. and. I love dancing and I'm a dancer and I believe in it as a, a foundation of connecting to the body. It's very important for OA people to dance. If you're afraid of dancing, don't worry, it's okay. It's natural to you, just dance. And then someone recently told me that I really needed to be singing more and I have been. So I put that as step 12 and just sing whatever is coming up. You know, birds sing, babies sing. If you want to sing out, sing out. If you want to be free, be free. There's a million things you can do. You know that there are. You know, like, it just makes me happy. I choose today to do things that I enjoy and that bring me joy. I choose to do those things. So my exercise Notice how that's not a tool, by the way, because um, is now it's not, it's all about fun. I've dropped away from that hard. <laughs> and many of you know that I've struggled as I turned 60. I turned 60 recently and I've struggled immensely with it because I've had, you know, my body's been around for 60 years. I mean, give it a medal. You know, that's some work, especially lately. And things have changed. And there's lumpies and there's softness and pillowness and um, things that uh, I'm not supposed to have. And I, I don't, I, I know what I used to do and I don't want to do it anymore. I don't, I don't want to go pound miles and hit the balls and run around and drive. You know, I don't, I don't have any interest in that. That isn't interesting to me. The, that's interesting to me are the things that are full of love. So I'm a big, I like to walk and I, I walk to places and, you know, but I get mad because my tummy isn't like hard. You know? oh. yeah, two minutes to go. Thank you. And I remember my dad, when he was my age, he said to me, and he's a big reason of why I'm here. And so he's dear to me, but he said to me, 
Lizzie, I got these little saddlebags and I, you know, you see me, I'm running and, and I'm lifting and I just got these little saddlebags and I just like squeezed them. And I said, I love you, daddy, you know? Well, guess what? I'm his daughter. I got these little saddlebags on same age. I got the same. And I like, I go, Hey dad, you know, come down here and love me up. Oh, show me love. And he has, he's, he figured out a few people that come over and squeeze my saddlebags and tell me you're great. So that's a big squeeze to your saddlebags, to all of you. And, um, Saddled or not, here we are. We're in deep love, and this is the love gym. And if you haven't heard what you need, please stick around and talk to some people. And please be honest about where you're at, because that's how we recover one day at a time.